Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched The Crowded Room. And I'm Danny. <laughs> On Apple Plus. Apple Plus. And I'm Danny. <laughs> What'd you think? I thought it was well acted, but poorly written. I agree. I didn't hate it like if somebody was like you know i'm really into that crowded room show i'd be like oh cool i'm not gonna watch it but i have a lot to say about tom holland during this episode but i know tom holland this got reviewed negatively okay and tom holland apparently took that pretty hard which is a shame because i think just from watching this one episode i think he can be proud of what he's done here like it's not a great show it's well acted but he did his thing he didn't do something awful yeah my problem with at least this episode and spoiler i'm probably going to watch more if only because kathy was interested in watching more this is based on a true story it's a true crime ish sort of thing she's that's her wheelhouse to begin with but it will probably be something i have in the background but that being said like the problem with it, what, what, unless he wrote the thing, it, I don't think he had anything to do with what made this not work. Right. What made this not work was what, what you said, the writing, it, a true crime thing, but they used the device of interviewing the criminal in the interview room and then doing flashbacks. And I was like, that's a little bit of a crutch. I knew you weren't going to like that. Yeah. Again, I didn't have a problem with that. Maybe because I've watched through Kathy watching a million of those fucking shows. So, like, it it seems like it's it's as rote as any sitcom trope thing. That yeah. it, it doesn't contribute anything to me, but it also I, – I don't get mad about it. What I was getting mad about is that literally within I, – I knew nothing about this show going in. So I did not know going in that he was playing a character that had multiple personality disorder. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know that. We 1,000% know that. This is going to be the big twist of the show, though. No, but here's what I'm saying. Yeah. It can't be because this is based on a true story right. of a, of the first person that was ever acquitted because they had multiple personality disorder. Oh. Um, so, spoiler. They And they could twist things. They could, like, it's based on that. They could very easily, like, subvert that and make it something else. I have an idea of what an actually interesting twist would be, but we'll get to that. Yeah. I don't think it can be the twist. I googled the show for something and saw an article that caught my eye, which was, are they expecting us not to see this twist coming? What is going on here? This person had watched like three episodes, I think. God damn it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If if that's, if, if my only hope was what I think you and I had joked about at some point, which is that. The very next episode, they're just going to, or maybe it was me and Kathy. They're just going to reveal it then. No. Okay. Then it was me and Kathy talking about it. That that it was the only saving race I would have for the show is that the beginning of the next episode we get the reveal, and then either there isn't a twist, it's just a dramatic retelling of what happened, the court case, all that other sort of shit, or they're treating us like we're fucking idiots. I, I they're treating us like we're idiots. I literally. Pinpoint knowing nothing about this, I pinpointed it within 0.5 seconds of watching this, because the first thing we hear is what's her name, 
the character they're looking for the whole time that actually shot the guy. The woman. His one of his personalities. Yes. Annabelle? No, Annabelle's no, his that's girlfriend. Annabelle, yep. Yeah. Um Ariana. The first thing we hear is her talking to him. But the first thing we see of her is through a window pane. Like it's refl- a reflection, which is the tropiest of tropey when it comes to multiple personality disorder depictions. It's like they're being seen through a glass. Yeah, dude. Anybody in this show could be a personality. His friend that does card tricks, that could be an alternate personality. He is. I know. So so is the basketball playing friend. Yeah. So is obviously what's his name? The guy that beat up those kids for him. Yeah. So is Ariana. However, the thing I'm just going to jump right into what I think would be an interesting twist is if Tom Holland isn't the I don't know what the actual terminology is, but I'll just say the the main personality if he's an alt of oh. any of the other characters or maybe Adam, the twin that we you know are led to believe he probably killed at some point on accident or, or was, intentionally or was another personality or is the main personality like you know what i mean like adam's gonna come out and he's all these things have been to protect adam and not i don't know if that's likely because i think people have called danny by his did anybody outside of his alt call him by his name i don't know i'm gonna because i'm inevitably gonna end up watching the second episode i'm gonna be keeping an ear out for that because that would be the here's my theory of what's going on with this twist and why it's so poorly handled Tom Holland's history with spoilers. What do you mean? Like, like they didn't tell him that he had multiple <laughs> personalities? No, they're just like trying to handle it in such a way that uh, if Tom Holland comes out and uh, accidentally spoils the show for everybody, uh, it's not that big of a deal. Because <laughs> everybody already figured it out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I find the idea funnier that they didn't tell Tom that he was in like had multiple personality disorder throughout any of it. Like even so far as shooting the final scenes when I'm sure it's revealed, it's probably all done in such a way where the camera is never facing him. So he's never actually in the room as somebody is saying that part of the script um, so that he can't spoil it. He doesn't know. <laughs> Did you see that he has to take a break from acting after being in this? Uh, no. Yeah. Apparently, acting in this was such an intense experience that he has to take in a break from acting. It did seem like he was going for a Joaquin Phoenix as Joker thing. Yeah. At least in present day Danny Land. Yeah. You know what else I think maybe would have helped uh, avoid, quote unquote, spoiling this twist? Not putting the name of the book that this is based on at the very beginning. <laughs> The book being named The Minds of Billy Gilligan. I was like, okay, I mean, I had already figured out it's multiple personalities, but this is definitely multiple personalities now. Yeah, I might read that book. I, I mean, that's why I wrote it down, because it, like, it was probably more interesting than this show's going to be. Have we, is that enough to um, tell everybody what this show is about? Did we lay it out? The, the show, so we, I think we laid out the the overarching premise. It's framed up with the very beginning scene is Tom Holland is tracking some guy or another to shoot him. He gets cold feet. I know who it was. If you want me to tell, no, you what? don't want me to tell you. I don't care. I, no. let, let me finish the okay. the whatever, and then yes, let's talk about it. He goes to shoot somebody. He gets cold feet. Who at 
uh, Ariana, who was with him at the time, pulls the gun out of his hands and shoots the shoots at the guy. I don't think she actually hit him, did she? He got hit in the shoulder. Okay. Anyway, they split up and run away. The whole time, I know she's an alt, so she didn't actually run away. She's not, you know, existent. Um, right. Especially, it's like, she goes, I'm going to go around him and stop him. And then, while I'm distracting him, you shoot him. And as she comes around to do it, he, just, he from behind him, uh, Danny, yells at him and stops him. Yeah, there, I, I was just listening this whole time, everything that was just screaming. Oh, that's, yep, multiple personality. Yep, okay, got it. That's that's why it doesn't feel like a twist. It's because everything is, pre- like, just screaming it in your face. Oh, I guarantee uh, there's going to be a flashback where you see what really happened and you that's, see, like, the, yeah. That's what I want specifically for one scene. And I, based on your face, I wonder if you have guessed. And it's the scene where Yitzhak or whatever his name was comes and kicks the ass of all of those kids. <laughs> I want to see Tom Holland go Hulk mode and kick the ass of all those kids. Not Spider-Man mode? No. Oh. He's got to turn into the Hulk there. She escapes, quote unquote. He gets caught by the police. And then it's getting framed up that. Somebody's talking with him about where's Ariana at. And his response to that is, let me tell you my life story. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Who's your favorite Spider-Man? Live action, it has to be Tom Holland. I agree. If only I like be- them all, though. I like them all. The thing working against Tobey Maguire is the third movie. <laughs> yeah. And all the very various memory that comes out of that. And the thing working against Andrew Garfield is that they fucked that up. And not him. Like, Sony fucked that up. Yeah. Rebooting something that had just finished two seconds prior. Clearly plotting for another movie and then never bothering to do it. But I, I, I think if they had done right by him, Andrew Garfield would have been mine. Because what they did in the latest Spider-Man movie with Spider-Man movie with Andrew Garfield, like I fucking loved. Yeah. That whole scene where he like finally got to save MJ or whatever and there was that clear like callback to him f- fucking killing uh Gwen from his movies. It's great. Um my favorite Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yeah, that's why I said live action. <laughs> if if we're talking in general, it's absolutely those Spider-Verse movies are incredible. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Oh, anyway, do you want me to tell you who they were shooting at? Yeah, who were they shooting at? It was his stepfather. Yeah, I should have put that together, but I because of how this was framed up and how we so quickly went from, let's talk about this attempted murder to, I guess we're just going through your life now. I completely forgotten all about it until just now so i haven't spent any time thinking about who it might be uh so the person who wrote that article about are they not expecting us to see this twist coming yeah one of the things that made their eye roll eyes roll pretty hard was when it's that's revealed in the show during the interview with amanda how do you say her last name S- i don't know Seyfried, yeah. yeah with amanda seyfried is then when that gets revealed amanda seyfried goes why would Ariana care so much to start shooting at him? <laughs> and then that's when they're like, all right, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> there was, I, I already told Kathy, yeah, I'll, I'll watch more of this with you. But if you got to watch it without me, go ahead. And the only reason I even offered up that first part is there was 5% of me that was hoping that there was something more to this. Because they, it could be interesting. 
but the fact that they're still not telling us that he's got this I I don't know what they're trying to accomplish how much do you want to talk about the musical acts that we're playing at Radio City Music Hall I I only wrote down one if only because at that point i didn't feel like they had framed up what year this took place in so when i saw frank sinatra i was a little confused but i didn't bother writing down the other ones yeah so this is set 1979 yep so i originally had this idea that i was going to present a theory for this that this was all takes place in peter parker's mind after the snap occurs and everybody in it parallels people in peter parker's life Mm -hmm. the best i could do were his two friends would be dr strange the guy who keeps doing the magic tricks and the other one would be captain america the guy who keeps playing basketball and drinking beer (laughs) (laughs) and then my other reasoning would be because all of the acts that are playing in radio city music hall it's set 1979 (laughs) but all of those acts in their prime was like 15 to 50 years before 1979. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, Peter Parker just maybe doesn't have his time frames right on. I could see Frank. I mean, Frank Sinatra w- would have been playing at that time. But the it, picture they used for saying Frank Sinatra <laughs> was more like, when did he die? Was it the nine? It was the it, 90s, right? I think it was actually post 2000, maybe. Even. Okay. Yeah. So I, I knew he, my, I guess, ask is, did he live into the 90s? I thought he did. That picture looked like it was from him in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. But the the thing that debunked that for the for me in 1979, Frank Sinatra could have sold out Radio City Music Hall, Hall for a month straight. Could have, yeah. Did, did he? Did he want to? Probably, oh, maybe. Uh, here's the other acts that we're playing: Muddy Waters, okay, who would have been an old old man, yeah. Uh, but in his prime, would have been my the one I would have picked to go see. Shanana who were actually doing a variety show at the time and were very popular. The Beach Boys, I'm assuming at this time, Brian Wilson was not with the Beach Boys and was focusing on his mental health, so that probably wouldn't have been a great show. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yep. Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> would have been good. Yeah. Uh, Ray Charles would have been good. And ABBA. That's quite a spread they've got there. <laughs> yeah. But it is Radio City Music Hall, so... Yeah. An- another thing that uh, debunked that uh, thing for me, the Peter Parker snap thing, is Peter Parker has no clue who Muddy Waters is. No. So, I don't think it, that debunk. I, I think you've got something there. I don't think that debunks it. I think that just shows... That's just a bunch of famous-ass bands and people. He does not know what time frame they came from. Yeah. That he may not know who Muddy Waters is, but that doesn't mean that fucking Tony Stark or Captain America. Well, Captain America, maybe not so much, but like somebody wasn't talking about him around whatever. And so he's in his fucking snap addled mind. He's just imagining what a really popular show at Radio City Music Hall would look like. (laughs) And it's it's got all these names that are very famous. Captain America could have been like in the early 40s at a house party where Muddy Waters was playing. Could have been. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I. He could have heard it, and yeah, I don't remember if it showed a picture of Muddy Waters, did it? Or did it just say I his name? I don't think so. Okay. Further the, lends further credence to his theory because he doesn't know what Muddy Waters looks like. He just knows that he's a musician, so his <laughs> name goes on the marquee, and that's all he needs for this little snap 
dream. Here's my next, uh, my next note. Emmy Rossum. Yeah. Plays his mom. Yep. Emmy Rossum is 36 years old. Yeah. Tom Holland is 27 years old. Being a woman in Hollywood sucks. Go on. That's the point I'm making. Yeah, it's it's fucking ridiculous. She, it was either that or she wouldn't act again until she was in her 50s when she could then play an 80-year-old. She she deserves more than that. I, yes, that she and, and a lot of women in Hollywood deserve better than that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of my notes are just the super obvious ways. It, it's me calling out, oh, that guy's an alt. Oh, that guy's an alt. And or the super obvious ways that they're trying to signal that he has this disorder, like him saying, I, I when somebody's asking him about hanging out, he says, I like my own company. OK, I, I get it. Um, oh, the Israeli guy's Drax. Sorry, go on. Yes, the Israeli guy's Drax. Uh, Ariana is what's her name from Guardians of the Galaxy? The one played by Zoe uh, Saldana. Oh, Gamora. Yes, there we go. She's Gamora. Yeah. The the one who is like kind of bloodthirsty early on. For sure. I, I think you're on to something here. I think this is all. Do you think that they that either they did or someone could make a superhero movie like that, but not tell Tom Holland <laughs> so that he can't spoil it? <laughs> Like without telling him, and then the last episode is just cut together footage from the movies he made where he was actually superhero. No, without telling him, what they're gonna do is like there's gonna be a thing where he gets knocked down or he's like falling unconscious or something in the crowded room for sure. So it'll be like the last scene of the last episode, and they'll like take that and they'll do like a little. And then, and then, just transition into him being unsnapped in the Marvel universe. Yeah, and then the next Spider-Man movie will just have that little part in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's a little amazing to me that Disney let this one get away and let Apple TV have it. But right. I suppose it's genius to like plant that seed. Maybe even Apple. Maybe fucking Apple didn't even know this was a Marvel movie <laughs> it's or weird. a Marvel show. It's weird because. Uh, how do they expect people to watch this? Because I'm sure everybody uh, does the same thing that I almost did, which is pull up Apple TV Plus to watch the Crowded Room, see Ted Lasso, and be like, maybe I'll just watch some Ted Lasso instead. Something that they didn't do that I thought would have actually been a clever way of signaling that he had multiple personality disorder is when they were at the party, which two things from that party, by the way. Number one, uh, kids dancing in the 70s is fucking hilarious. Uh, number two, those were a bunch of what, 16, 17 year old kids that were all way too fucking excited about sparklers. But I'm realizing now they were all on pot. Never mind. Perfect amount of excitement for sparklers. <laughs> but anyway, what would have been a, a even like 5% clever way of doing it is we saw one, clearly one of his alts, Mike, the basketball player drinking beer. Have Tom Holland be drunk later, even if we never saw him drinking beer mm-hmm. or even just like slurring his words or stumbling or something like that. That's a good transition into my third point about this party. Everybody needs to learn how to pour a fucking beer. 
They're setting the cup down flat on the table and just shooting the keg into it. They're just drinking straight foam at that point. That feels 100% authentic to 16 and 7-year-olds drinking fucking beer, though. 100% authentic. It's wrong. It's the wrong way to pour beer, but it's authentic to being a 16 and 17-year-old. I remember when I was... 16 or 17 and uh my neighbor teaching me how to pour a beer out of a out of a keg and prior to that how would you have poured a beer by spraying directly (laughs) into the fucking cup that's true you'd think somebody would have would have known though here's a note i wrote before i realized that they were personalities of his why are they being shitty that their friend likes a girl yeah that one was at least a little subtle like but yeah, it's his internal fucking mm-hmm. speak about it. Because they're being shitty, but they're also encouraging him to like, oh, go fucking talk to her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ooh, should we just get into talk to the plan they make to impress her? Which is to try and start a drug empire? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're at the party, and Annabelle comes up to him and talks to him and then says... uh do you want to get high? And he's like, oh, yeah. And uh, she goes, uh, do you have like a joint or something? He's like, oh, no, I'm a, you know, like a little miscommunication between the two of them. And she's like, oh, well, maybe next time. But a, a little miscommunication between the two of them, but perfectly like that was really presumptuous of her to be like, you want to get high? You got the, you've got the weed, right? Like, <laughs> yes, it was presumptuous of her to do that. But like. It was not, not awkward. It was not awkward on his part. It yeah. was shitty on her part. Go I don't on. think it was unforgivable. I don't think it was unforgivable. It was still shitty. Yeah. Go on. Agreed. As a result of this, they're like, well, she likes getting high. Let's buy a ton of weed, resell it for money, and then, what, save some to get high with her? And at one point, one of them says what they should have done, which is, why don't we just buy a couple joints, like buy a couple loose joints and ask her to hang out? Because that seems like a good plan. Because none of the three of them, two of them because they can't, have a job. And so where were they going to get that money from? Well, I'm assuming they have enough money to buy a joint or two. I don't know if that's true. They're shopping at convenience stores and stuff. Yeah, I based I on what they were talking about, the price of uh, a bag of weed back then was. I I don't it know if was not the price. Yeah, of weed yeah, back I, then. I, I know. <laughs> I know this to be true. But they still somehow managed to make money. So but yeah, God. But this, was... this this adds further credence to your theory about him being Spider Man. Spider Man doesn't smoke weed. He has no idea how much a bag of weed costs. <laughs> they buy an ounce of weed for one hundred dollars. They go, they go downtown to some drug dealer that they oh, first they steal it from the their dad's ATM, which is a terrible plan. With the plan of putting the money back in before he notices. Which does he not read his bank statements? What do you got? The inflation cal- calculator. One dollar in 1979 is equivalent to four dollars and nineteen cents today, which means that that's a four hundred nineteen dollar fucking ounce of or, or Jesus Christ. So, I, I, whether or not they're right about how much that should have cost, it at least explains though why they thought they couldn't just buy a couple joints because if they thought that that, that, that bag of weed was a hundred dollars, it. it they weren't going to have the extra cash to do 
So they buy it for a hundred dollars with the plan of reselling it for a hundred and fifty, which I don't know where they're where they're how they're planning on doing that. They already bought it at street price, but uh, then they like split it up, break it up, take it to school, and sell it at school. Which okay, I can see that, I guess, and end up making their money back in an afternoon. Also, I don't know. Like I was expecting them to get ripped off by that drug dealer. Same, and I. Still don't know why the drug dealer ended up giving them the weed. Aggressively giving it to him and telling them to run. But he could have just told them to run and kept the weed and the money. That feels like a good way to get the cops called on you. I was trying to buy weed from this drug dealer and he ripped me off? Yep. That's what you would do? Or, no. Hey, this guy's selling fucking weed right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I... don't get me wrong. I get what you're saying. And yeah, they maybe should have been a little concerned about that. But I, I'm i sure that's why he didn't. What, watching this show, I had definitely like, – anytime they would cut back to present day when he's talking to the cop, talking to Amanda Seyfried's character or whatever about all this, I definitely had the like, what, what does this have to do with what she's asking about, dude? But when we start getting to his little swing date with Annabelle – where she's really forced, just like you want to make out or whatever. All I'm thinking is about him telling her this story, and how ridiculous that is. And uh, I'm ha- I was having a similar moment with. I mean, that's an old trope or whatever about the show. But like we've been rewatching How I Met Your Mother, and that's all you can think about that show too. It's just why why the fuck are you? Nobody asked this information. Nobody asked about Annabelle, this girl that you made out with once, and then the next day was an asshole to you. Who gives a shit? What does that have to do with any of these people? I agree, and I agree of that about how I met your mother, but um, Annabelle's friend, multiple personality. How would that work? I don't know. You're the psychologist. Like Annabelle, a multiple personality of Danny or of Annabelle? Of Danny. I would say yes to that if there hadn't been a scene that first scene where like she's trying to even before she's trying to throw him on the bus when he first is talking to Annabelle, really or uh, not first uh, when he's telling her that he's got weed and her friend is being a real turd to her or to him. I had the thought, oh, that's definitely one of his ults somehow. Like he's just interpreting, you know, this is how he's interpreting what she's saying to him. Uh, but then we see bully McBullyson put his arm around her. Oh, Okay. Uh, so, you know what I think? Bully, Bully. McBullyson. One of the per- personalities. Which will make the scene that we will eventually get probably in episode seven or eight or however many episodes this show has where we start to see his life as it's actually been even more hilarious because he's going to be beating up no one <laughs> and being beaten up by no one. Punching himself in the face. Yep. Actually in a fight. Oh, no, it's X of personality, too. Dang. Yeah. yeah. I'm starting to like this show more the more we're talking about it. You know, the, an interesting twist on this could be playing it like this. The, oh, not so subtle hints that there's multiple personalities um, and leading us to believe that all these people are multiple personalities. But then it turns out maybe not all of them, but at least a couple of them are actually real people. I don't know what the the actual twist would be in that, but. Or, like, how that would get revealed and be interesting and not just, oh, yeah, nope, they were real the whole time. But there's something there. 
Oh, oh, another note that I wrote that services my Peter Parker theory. Do you notice the person with the jean jacket with the lightning bolt on it? No, I didn't notice the lightning bolt. That person was Thor. Or it could be the Flash, and suddenly we're getting that Marvel DC crossover that everybody's been clamoring for. The two multiverse characters. Yep. Why did I get the Flash? Why did Spider-Man become the multiverse character? It shit. That's been something they've been playing around with since for for years. I don't know why. That's on my notes, dude. Yeah. That's pretty much my notes as well. What else do you got? We watched another episode of Black Mirror. Oh. The I new s- season. Have you watched any of the new season? I haven't watched. I think I've only watched the um, one episode from uh, the first season with the guy from Get Out in it. It's the only episode I've ever you seen. You haven't watched any of Black Mirror? Black no. Mirror is a really good show in general. This last season is absolute dog shit. Just dog like conceptually there's some interesting stuff there, but it's done I, I told you I told you about it personally, but I don't know really I talked about it on the podcast, but it is a streaming show, so I feel like it's appropriate. Last weekend we watched an episode, the first episode of the newest season with um fuck, who was it in it? It doesn't matter. All in like I the whole time could not stand I but I was also very high and I worried maybe that's why I just wasn't following things or, or what it was but there was just something about it I just fucking hated we tried watching another episode when I was stone cold sober a couple days later nope equally dog shit the concept of it was interesting but it was absolutely fucking terrible hmm. I don't know I can't explain it it's too bad I am planning since this new season came out I heard good things about it uh not from you, but <laughs> right. I was like, oh, maybe I'll go back and watch some Black Mirror. I've been looking for stuff. Black Mirror is really like those first couple seasons are really good. I generally I don't remember when the cutoff is, but I think the shit before Netflix took it over. Fantastic. I don't remember when they took over, but I know that there's been an appreciable drop in, in quality. But this last season oh. has been real bad. Oh, and we did the bumber snatch thing for the podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah so I watched right. that. Yeah. I just had one last thing before we wrap it up. Fire away. My last Michael's Musing, we got blown up on the internet about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lots of engagement. Notably, if you recall, we were just like, what's up with the order of the alphabet? Uh-huh. We got a lot of comments about how like all of the vowels in the alphabet are odd, are like if you count out the alpha letters are on odds where where were these comments these were like on our twitter page just a lot of comments on the, the oh, like so not twitter over. but like on like on it, our website it was trending on our website episode one podcast.com <laughs> they, they were on there yeah it was trending is what i'm saying okay got it yep and then like a lot of comments about like the history of the alphabet uh-huh so the Romans borrowed it from the Greeks who borrowed it from the Phoenicians who got it from a group of workers in Egypt who didn't use hieroglyphics. So originally I was saying like with the odd things, maybe it's a uh, Knights Templar thing. But with that, that 
piece of information. I'm going ancient aliens, dude. You want to wrap it up? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the episode one podcast. I, if you're listening this far, you've already heard me say the website name. Follow us on Twitter or don't. We don't use it anymore. I've been thinking about using Facebook some, but Facebook sucks too. So fuck it all, burn it all to the ground. Yeah. Just learn about our show from word of mouth. <laughs> yeah. Big thanks to Boz D for the use of our theme song. <laughs> See you next week.